Hey everybody, welcome back to Quarantine Chronicles with your host, Melissa. Hello everybody. Hello there. (laughs) Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit nervous for this video, not video, oh my gosh. I'm a little bit nervous for this episode because this is the last episode I'm recording in 2020, not forever, but in 2020. And I just can't believe it. I can't seem to wrap my head around that concept. So yeah, I it's going to be a little like free-for-all Friday style where I don't have a script um, and I don't have any expectations for this video. So I just kind of want to let it flow, let it record, not really edit it. That might seem weird to people, but this is just like, I don't know, it's the last recording that I'm going to do in 2020, and I just kind of want to let it be whatever it's going to be. So I do have some, a lot (laughs) of bullet points of things that I want to talk about. We're going to kind of do like top moments um, of the podcast. And then we're going to just do a little timeline. It's not like, it's not going to be boring, I promise. But I do go through some episodes and just kind of talk about, both them very briefly and it's just kind of like a timeline of where I started and where I ended. So I figured since I kind of did this for season one um, before I started season two that this would just kind of focus on season two a, a little bit more but ultimately you know we're gonna talk about just the podcast in general too. But it is just mainly focused on season two episodes and all that jazz. So um, let's get into it, I suppose. So this is episode 73. And I labeled this, I titled this the best moments of 2020. So this is just kind of like my journey with the podcast and There will be some bits and pieces of advice that's going to go out to those who might be listening to this, who want to start their own podcast or just want to start something. So there's going to be bits and pieces of advice if you do want to take it from me. And there's going to be a lot of authenticity and just me opening up about Some episodes I might not have wanted to post or uploaded and we'll just kind of, you know, briefly, it's just going to be real. It's going to be us chatting, all of us. (laughs) So like I said, 2020 is coming to an end. Today is December 29th, 2020, and there's only two days left in in 2020. And I know a lot of people are, are looking forward for the year to be over but I just feel very grateful and very lucky that I got into this hobby because I feel like it definitely helped me with my mental health 
It helped me stay busy during quarantine. It gave me something to look forward to, something to get excited about during this very dark time. And I was just kind of talking today and I just feel like for me personally, January and February are tough months because it's cold out. It's going to be, you know, it's still winter here in New England. And I am just very happy that I have this podcast as an outlet and to talk and to just keep myself busy and keep myself excited about something, like I said. So yeah, 2020 is coming to an end and I'm very, very grateful that I found this hobby. So in this episode, we're just going to go over some moments, some highlights, if you will, from making the, the episodes in this podcast And like I said, some things are just going to be advice that or things that I've learned while making the podcast too. So let's get started into some top moments slash just a little timeline here. (laughs) So my biggest hit or my biggest memory, I guess, was July 19th, I hit 1000 plays and That might not seem like a lot to people or that might seem like a lot to people. For me, that felt like I hit a million or like a billion plays. I remember thinking, wow, that's crazy. Like, who's listening to my podcast? Christina is my sister. She's listening to my podcast. But (laughs) I was like, that's crazy. Like, like, 1,000 plays, it just made it seem real to me, I guess. Like, wow, people are listening out there. And even if it's just robots or something wrong with the count or whatever, I was just very proud of myself that I hit that mark because I think that was just a big milestone for Quarantine Chronicles because I I just started this podcast because of the quarantine and the virus and like I said in the beginning mental health all that all those reasons but really when it hit a thousand I was like wow like people are listening and then somewhere around October 19th we hit 2,000 plays I don't know the exact date for this I did post it on the quarantine chronicles Instagram and it said 10 weeks ago so when I backtracked 10 weeks ago it was around October 19th and I remember hitting 2,000 plays and it didn't feel like the the first thousand I felt like meant a lot to me and then the 2,000 I was like wow like people are still listening that's great but it didn't, I, I was still excited and I was still happy, but I think it meant more when I hit 1,000, but I was still happy and excited and pumped for when I hit 2,000. I was like, wow, people are still listening. This is crazy. Why are people listening to this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> and currently we're almost at 3,000 plays which again, don't know how that's possible, but thank you for whoever is listening. And I know I mentioned Instagram. So if, you know, I need to do a little plug if you want to follow me, it's at the QC podcast. 
So go follow me <laughs> where you can see all these milestones because I post them. Now, shifting gears a little bit, not anymore towards how many plays that I currently have, but one moment that I remember specifically is when I got my Yeti microphone. And I'm still to this day absolutely obsessed with it as I'm like caressing it. It's so beautiful. (laughs) And I have the arm stand here right next to me. And I have the pop filters next to me too. And it's just... You know, I might sound crazy, but when I got my Yeti microphone, I was like, I feel like a professional. And I remember that episode. It was episode 27. I was so pumped. I was so excited. I was like, I feel like a professional right now. And I did not tell anybody this. Well, I think I told Christina this, but I never actually told you guys this. And I meant to, but I forgot. So this is like the perfect time to tell you guys. The first time I recorded with the Yeti microphone, it was episode 27. If you want to go back and listen, I got the gain confused with the volume. So if you have a Yeti microphone, there is a knob in the front and there's a knob in the back. The one in the front is for volume. If you have your headphones plugged in, that's what the volume is for. And if I have my headphones plugged in, I hear myself so like I can kind of make myself louder or just completely shut it off and not hear myself. The gain, the knob in the back is for you guys. So you guys hear my volume. If I put the gain up really, really high, I'm going to sound wicked loud. And then if I lower the gain, I'm going to sound softer. So I actually, I had my headphones in and I put my volume like all the way up and I was like, oh my God, like I have to whisper, like, like I'm actually saying this in the episode. It's kind of really funny and I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm talking so loud, but really I just had the volume on high. So like to me, I was wicked loud because I had the volume up for the headphones, but there was no gain on. I hope that makes sense. But basically, I didn't have the gain on, so I sounded super low in the episode. And it's just really funny for me to look back on that moment and be like, what was I thinking? Like I read the directions. I think I was just so excited to use the microphone that I just completely forgot about the gain and whatever was on the back of the microphone. But it's really funny to see those little moments and just how you grow from them. Like even though it was was something so simple, but it's still fun to look back on and be like, I didn't have the gain up for that episode. And I also remember being nervous about getting a microphone in general because this was a piece of equipment that I bought specifically for podcasting. And I remember going back and forth since when I actually started a podcast in March. And I told myself, okay, I don't know if this is going to become a thing, like me podcasting. I don't know if I'm going to continue it. I don't know if I'm going to quote unquote fall off the bandwagon with it. And I remember telling myself, I said, okay, Melissa, once you hit 100 episodes, you can get a microphone. And I was doing the research since March. And then 
August 19th was when I not purchased one, but I think that's what that was episode 27. When I got my microphone that day, I used it immediately. So that was when the microphone was delivered to me. And I loved it. I used it right away. And I still get nervous because I don't know where this podcast is going to go. And if I'm going to continue with it, I obviously want to. But with life, it's just, it's funny. Life is funny. And sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know if I'm ever going to stop podcasting. And I just get nervous because when you buy a piece of equipment specifically for something, it kind of like puts a little pressure on you. I can obviously still use it for Zoom calls. And that's really it, I think. So when I bought this, I was like, wow, like this is, it felt legit for me. But at the same time, I got a little nervous because I was like, what's going to happen if I stop podcasting? But then I remembered to just take one day at a time and we'll see what what will happen. <laughs> but if there's anybody out there that's like me, I I really do think having a goal, I think since I told myself, okay, once I hit 100 episodes, I'm going to get it. And I think it was around the 80 episode mark. And I was just having all these ideas like I had, I knew I wanted to do a Halloween series at the time. And I was like, you know what, like, it seems like I'm really into this right now. And why not? You know, like, quarantine happened, we got shut down, I really wasn't spending money. I was still working, thankfully. And I just said, why not? You know, like th this is something that I'm really interested in and it's helping me through the quarantine. So I'm going to invest in myself. And that's kind of how I saw it. And I did a lot of research, but I was just stuck on the Yeti. And I still today recommend the Yeti to anybody who is podcasting or just needs a, a good microphone. So anyways, <laughs> looking back, the Yeti microphone was definitely a big milestone in Quarantine Chronicles. Even the quality of the episodes, I go back to the first season and I'm like, wow, I sound like I'm kind of far away. I was using the old school iPhone or the old school Apple headphones, I should say. So it was, it's kind of cool to see how much of a difference getting a microphone does for the podcast. And I love it. And I wouldn't change a thing. Another thing... And I think this is just kind of like the last topic before we get into the timeline of the episodes. Another thing that really made me look at what I was doing differently was when the George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter situation happened. So... Right when I started season two, I, I think it was episode two, and I labeled it Black Lives Matter, the murder of George Floyd happened, and I want to say we knew about Breonna Taylor as well at that point. I remember mentioning her in that episode as well, and I really remember that week just being very slow and very emotional and I remember texting my friends and my sister and just being like 
Nothing else in the world seems to matter right now. The virus doesn't seem to matter. Work doesn't seem to matter. Nothing really seems to matter. And it just felt slow motion. And there was just a lot of emotion that week. For me, along with obviously everybody else in the world too. And I didn't know if I should talk about George, the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Black Lives Matter. I don't know if I should bring that topic up on the podcast or if I should just kind of go along with the Free For All Friday and the challenges that I was doing. And I also didn't know what to say. I'm white. I am a white female and I cannot relate to someone who is black and I, I I felt like I didn't know what to say and I didn't know and I didn't know what to say and I also didn't want to say the wrong thing because I didn't want to offend anybody. So I had like all these thoughts in the back of my head and at the same time I didn't want to be silent about it either because it just didn't feel sit right with me just ignoring it at the same time so I have like all these thoughts I'm like maybe I shouldn't say anything so I don't say the wrong thing but then I just remember picking a topic that I I did feel comfortable talking about which was how to be an ally because like I said I'm white and that's what I can do so that's exactly what I did I googled how I can be a good ally, how I can support others of the black community as well. And I remember being really nervous and I wasn't sure. And it just, like I said, it didn't sit well with me just ignoring that topic and recording another episode and being like, hey guys, welcome back for another Free For All Friday because I do want, I, I still do, I want this podcast to be something that someone can listen to and just kind of forget about the reality and forget what's going on on the outside. And I think that's where I was very confused. I I didn't know what to do. But it felt more wrong not saying anything. So I Googled how to be a good ally. And that was pretty much the, the gist of the episode. And I remember doing the first take, the first recording, and I really couldn't talk. I was crying. I was very emotional. And I was like, I can't post this. Like, this this isn't, I, I don't think I can post this. So I deleted it, and I recorded it again, and that was the episode that I posted. But I think it was an awakening moment for me because I really felt strongly about the topic And I didn't care if I would lose an audience for it still today. And that's why I I labeled it Black Lives Matter. I still don't care if, you know, someone might listen to the content I put out and then they stumble upon that and they're like, oh, uh, I don't know. So because I didn't I didn't do it for for that. You know, I, I did it because that just felt That's what felt right to me in that moment. I didn't do it to gain an audience. I didn't do it to lose an audience. That's what I meant. I did it because it just felt right for me to do it. So basically, 
a little advice for those whoever is listening if you truly feel strongly about something any topic that it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to make mistakes as well that was one thing that I was really nervous about I was like I don't want to say the wrong thing I don't know like how I should say something and I just kind of let that episode flow and then looking back if I listen to it and if let's just say someone brings something to my attention that I didn't say something the right way you learn from it and that's really all you can do so don't be nervous about speaking up about something because you're scared of feet or you're scared of people people's opinions or people's view towards you or just not putting out anything because you're scared that you might say something wrong. I hope that made sense. <laughs> I really do. But we, we don't always say the right thing sometimes, but that's how we learn from it. And anyone who wants to start po- podcasting, it might be a little nerve-wracking to talk about a certain topic. And I get it, but it's it's also an amazing platform to talk about something that you're really passionate about. So those were really the main things that kind of stuck out to me as I was looking back on all the episodes that I've created, all the episodes that I've made. I really do try to put a lot of thought and effort and even scripts. Like I write what I'm going to say down. And not for the free-for-all Fridays, but for like my Sunday episodes or just anything that I feel passionate about, I, I really make sure that I do the research and that I write it down. So those were the things that I remember changing me and also just changing my view on what I was putting out there in the world. So I hope... You guys enjoyed that little segment. And now this is going to be a little bit more lighthearted, I will say. But we're just going to kind of go through the timeline of the episodes and the challenges and even some Free For All Fridays that stood out to me as I was looking back from all the episodes I posted in 2020. Okay, so we already talked about episode two being the Black Lives Matter movement. Backtracking to episode one, that was the first challenge ever, which was 60 Days of Insanity. And that's kind of where the challenge idea not really came from because I knew I wanted to do challenges. But I said, wow, I finished 60 Days of Insanity. That is amazing. Well, what am I going to do next? So that was the first challenge I ever did was Insanity 60 Days. It was a killer <laughs> episode two was the Black Lives Matter movement. And then episode three was my first introduction to yoga. And you bet that the reason why I did yoga that week was because there was just a lot of hatred in the world at that time. And I just didn't want to be on my phone. And I didn't want to look at the news. And work was terrible. And I just needed everything to just go away. And I needed something to make me feel a little bit better. So that is why I did the one week of yoga, which was also a first introduction. I mean, I've done yoga in the past, but not consistently for a week. 
So that was kind of my first little introduction to yoga. And I just remember it being really hard for me to get into. But now I really enjoy it. (laughs) And it really helped me in the year 2020 specifically. I just did it today. I did it yesterday. I like need my yoga now. It's just something where I just, like I said, like when you just kind of like need a break from everything, you just go into your happy yoga place and it just feels amazing and you're breathing and you just feel so good afterwards. So episode three was the week of yoga and really it stuck with me and still today I still do yoga. Going to episode five, episode five was seven days of no coffee, which was crazy. I remember not really having a challenge set up and it was already in the morning, like halfway through the morning of Monday. And I was like, well, I haven't had my coffee yet. So maybe this is a good idea to start seven days of no coffee, which was meh. (laughs) Um, But I, it was... I don't know. It was crazy because I didn't remember the last time that I didn't have any caffeine, which fast forward to today, I went two days without coffee because I was kind of getting tired of it. It's weird how these challenges like can help and do help change your life a little bit. So yeah, episode five, seven days of no coffee. I remember it not really affecting me that much. I think I was cranky though. A couple of days, I think I was a little bit cranky. Can you blame me? (laughs) Episode six was a free-for-all Friday. And it was also a career test. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because I think at that time, I think I was still working my last job, but I knew that I was going to leave that job. And I remember freaking out and being lost about what move I should make next. And what made it even harder was obviously the virus. I feel like a lot of people would be like, don't leave your job during a a global pandemic. But I just, I was really not happy there. And it was, yeah, it just, I, it was just not good for my mental health, not good for my personal health. And it just, I knew I had to get out. So I still had that job at the time. Like I said, I knew I didn't want to go back. And I remember taking this career test for quote unquote fun, but also I was really interested in the results to see if they would help me in any way figure out my next move. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is just for that pure authenticity moment of me being genuine because sometimes, or I, I feel like most of the content I put out, it th- there is a reason for it. And it's not just, I mean, some ideas I kind of pull from, pull from my behind, but others there's usually usually a reason for it. And this is just kind of like for anybody else who are who wants to podcast, um, sometimes just taking things that's going on in your real life and putting it out there can can actually draw an audience and can help you come up with content ideas. But also, if anyone out there is feeling lost, with their career or even their life, you are not alone because I will proudly stand up 
and say that I always felt like I was lost in some sort of way and I always felt like I was longing for more in life or something different in life. So you are not alone. And I actually want to bold this because this reminds me of another point if we ever get there. (laughs) Okay, episode nine was the Jocko challenge, which was the first and I think only challenge that I did not complete 100%. I don't even think I really, I think there might have been one day. The Jocko challenge, for anyone who doesn't know, is waking up at 4.30 every morning. And, well, I think he actually gets up at 4 because he's working out by 4.30. So I didn't do it. (laughs) Are, Are we... Are we shocked about that, though? I did not do it. I did not. I woke up at like five or six. It was terrible. Like, I'm still looking for my redemption, like a part two, and maybe it'll come one day, but I don't think so. Like, 4.30, just, mm, I don't know. It's not my cup of tea. (laughs) Episode 10 was another Free For All Friday episode. And I was talking about the upcoming challenge of 200 miles in July. And I was listening to it today. Listen back at it. Back to it? Listen back. Listening back to it? All right, anyways. I was listening back and I made a realization. Like this is me making a realization as I'm talking in the episode. I'm talking to you guys. And I said, you know, it's really important to believe in yourself. And then I go on this long rant per usual and I say you can have other people cheering you on but you yourself needs to believe in yourself. If you're already telling yourself that you can't do something then you're probably not going to do it. And this was a realization I had because I was doubting myself about the 200 miles. Now that it's something in the past and that I actually completed, yes it was tough but I really try not to doubt myself. And that was a big mental challenge for me. And I overcame it. And I just, I felt like a million bucks after. My feet didn't, (laughs) but I did mentally. I was like, wow, I could totally do anything that I put my mind to. But episode 10 was a big one because that's when I basically made the realization that I had to believe in myself to do this challenge, which was difficult. It's hard to believe in yourself. Episode 11 was all about completing 1,500 burpees in July. And I really haven't done a burpee since then. Maybe like a couple when I was teaching my (laughs) boxing classes, but... I I don't, yeah, they're not really a part of my workout since I've done 1,500 of them in July, and I don't really miss them either. (laughs) Episode 12 was the start of my Amazon review obsession. It was a free-for-all Friday, and these Amazon reviews are just absolutely hilarious, If you ever need a a laugh, just go to episode 12 or go to any episodes because there's a couple of them that are labeled Amazon reviews and they will just have you cracking up laughing. I promise you will not be disappointed if you ever need a laugh or you can look them up yourselves because they are hilarious and I just remember laughing at them and I remember doing this because I think my sister sent me one 
of the beach ball where it was like a life-size beach ball. And it's just this long story about how like it flew away and like it was hitting people on the way. And I remember laughing and I think I was on the treadmill and I just said, I need to put this on the podcast because people need to laugh these days. And it was, we were still in quarantine. I think things were maybe starting to open up, um, meaning restaurants and all that jazz. But I just remember starting that Amazon review trend and I'm really happy I did because I think they made some people laugh, which was what we needed and still need. Episode 13 was one month of yoga. And I did yoga with Adrian, and it was just a 30-day yoga challenge. And I just remember helping, I remember it helping me through the last couple of weeks of my previous job. And just honestly, it just helped with 2020 in general. But that was big for me because I really wasn't a yoga person. I would make fun of yoga saying that it wasn't a workout and wow like do I completely think of it totally different now and I'm actually kind of a little disappointed that I used to hate on yoga but I'm glad that I don't feel that way and I'm not hating on it anymore because it really is a life changer. If you guys are looking for anything new to just trying to feel better mentally, spiritually, physically. Definitely give yoga a shot. It's totally worth it. All right, we're almost done. I promise, you guys. I promise. <laughs> Episode 15, 17, and 19, those were all the phone and the scrolling challenges. And looking back, I feel like I need to do those again because I'm just on my phone way too much lately. And I just, I don't know, I'm really proud of myself for doing those because being attached to your phone is a thing. And being unattached to your phone is hard. And I was actually really proud of myself. I didn't allow the phone in my bed, like scrolling. I really tried to just kind of snip or cut off that phone addiction and it's just something that I need to do again, you know? Episode 16 was when I talked about hitting 1K. I remember being really excited for it and nervous at the same time. Episode 22 was the 200 miles in July episode. And I remember it being more, I remember it, the episode being very focused on the stop soldier suicide, which was the whole reason why I did the 200 miles in July. And then I realized that I didn't really, I mean, I think I did talk about the journey with the 200 miles, but that was when I started the QC quick minute because I said, oh, I forgot to put in this and I forgot to put this detail in. And basically the QC quick minute is just rapid fire questions that I answered about topics that you guys either had for me or just topics I forgot in general. 200 miles in July. I can't believe I did it. That was just, it was crazy, man. Crazy. <laughs> 
Episode 25 was the first and so far only food challenge that I have done, and that was the keto dinners. I remember feeling really good, but also I'm like, I miss my cookies, I miss bread, I miss pasta, I don't know how people do this, I give them so much credit. That was an awakening for me. Episode 36 and 39 was 31 days of 3,000 push-ups and also 31 plank days of planks. And I feel like this challenge specifically was the challenge that I got the most results from. But I, I feel like I can't really say that because I didn't really take a before and after photo. I think for Insanity I did. But the push-up challenge, wow. The pl- And the planks probably had to do with it as well. But the before and after photo is on my Instagram for the podcast and it still blows me away to this day. And I still have, I still incorporate push-ups in my workouts today as well. I feel like I'm getting stronger. I feel like I'm actually, I don't even want to say it, but I feel like I'm almost to a standard push-up. I'm like almost there with it. I can feel it. (laughs) And then moving on to the 40s episode-wise, this is when I got into my Haunted Quarantine series, which I'm really proud of looking back because I was recording my Free For All Friday and then Saturday was the Haunted Quarantine series and then Sunday was my challenge episode. And three days in a row, which was like wild, but I was loving it. I was really motivated at that time looking back and I was really excited to record those three days and I made it work. I was really making sure that I got creative with the Haunted Quarantine series and I think I did. Like I think I hit it on the mark. Looking back and just looking at like I did the logo different I added in creepy music. I added in some creepy audio that went in the beginning. I distorted my voice. I'm really, really proud of that series looking back because I just, I don't even know where I get the creativity sometimes. But that's something, that series is something that I'm really proud of. And it was something that I was looking forward to as well for like since the middle of the summer I was like I need to do something for Halloween this is my favorite time of the year and I just think I I did a a job well done let me pat myself on the back that was also when I got some creepy audio recorded I still don't know what it is today (laughs) if you want to look back at it that is what it's called creepy audio captured we only have a couple left Episode 48 was a Coast Guard training. And I mentioned this and I feel a little silly, but this is what I wanted to mention. So I'm going back up to where I bolded it. And when I was talking about feeling lost or feeling like I always longed for more in life or something different in life, it's it might sound a little dumb to some people, but... When I left my previous job, I really had no idea what my next move was going to be. And I was really 
considering joining the Coast Guard. Like I talked to someone who was in the Coast Guard, who he was married to someone who she was in the Coast Guard. And I remember looking up information on it every single day for about a good month or two. And I remember talking to my parents about it and saying, listen, like I I might join. And I didn't tell that many people about it. I want to say my sister knew and maybe three other people knew that I was considering it. And that was it. Um, I just I I felt very lost at that point and I, I didn't know what else were my options. So the reason behind doing a Coast Guard challenge was one, yes, I did see it on YouTube. And I think that's what I said in the episode. I do see people doing like army challenges, like completing the army test, completing the Navy test, if they can do it. But I think the main reasoning behind, or not I think, but the main reason behind that challenge was because I was actually considering going into the Coast Guard. And it's something that's still in the back of my head. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, I I was like, what am I going to do with the podcast, though? And then I was thinking, like, if I got a little dorm or a little room that I would just bring you guys along with me and you guys would essentially be my friends. (laughs) But I, you know, I was very lost at the time and I still am, honestly. But that was an, that was a challenge that I took very seriously, which was why I also did it with the no alcohol because you can't really, you can't have alcohol when you're getting recruited and when you're going to boot camp. So that was why I did those two together. And that is the secret only you guys will know. (laughs) So episode 50, again, the no alcohol one challenge. And this is something that really changed my life for the better. Ever since that challenge, I stick with the or I still have the app that I used or one of the apps that I used and that is the oh my god wait where is it that is the try dry app and I really do monitor my drinking nowadays and I used to be drinking once quarantine hit I mean I think we all were and there's nothing wrong with that Um, But I was just drinking a little bit too much for my liking. And ever since I did that challenge, I like completely transformed my drinking habits. So that's something that I'm really excited about and really proud of myself for as well. All right, we only have two more episodes that I want to briefly talk about. Episode 64 was taking a break from exercise. I just felt like I needed a break with the challenges, with the creativity, just everything. I felt like I was stuck for some reason. And that is, you know, that makes sense looking back that that was kind of near the Coast Guard training. But 
that was actually most recently as well that I just kind of felt stuck. Recently, meaning late October or maybe like October, November. And I, you know, Thanksgiving was happening and I I just I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't really feeling the podcast thing, to be honest. I didn't really want to do it. There were some days that I had to force myself to do it. And I was like, oh, but it's just so much easier to just go to bed, lie in bed and watch Netflix or something. And taking a break from exercise was when that kind of, I don't want to call it a downhill, but that's just kind of where like the passion, the creativity just kind of left at that point for me when it came to podcasting. But that was also a very big moment for me, I think, because I just felt like my body needed a break from exercise in general as well. Episode 65, I wrote, was a breaking point for me, but I think I meant this in a positive way. (laughs) And it was probably my most vulnerable episode. It was labeled sad about being single. And I really did not want to post this episode. Like I really did not want to post it. I didn't want to put my feelings out there into the world. And I was listening to it back today and you can kind of hear the cracks in my voice throughout the episode. And like I said, I really wasn't going to post it because I was just talking about something so vulnerable. It was like my secret, which was I'm almost 30 and I'm nervous. I'm nervous because I'm afraid I'm not going to meet my soulmate. I'm nervous I'm not going to be able to start a family. And it's something that I can say now (laughs) perfectly fine to you guys because I did have that vulnerable moment and episode. But I was nervous. I was like, do I really want people out there to listen to this and view me as a sad single girl who is nervous about being alone forever. And I don't want to be viewed that way. But at the same time, I know that there's a lot of other people feeling the same way that I do. And I still remember this quote, and I don't remember where I heard it or read it, but it was basically that the strongest people are the ones who show the most vulnerability or the ones who talk about what makes them sad or just talks about problems that they faced and overcome. And that was kind of the quote that I had in my head. And I was like, you know what? I know that there's other people out there feeling like this. I know some people might say, wow, she's a little weird for thinking like this or, ooh, this is getting too deep for me. And that's totally fine. But I just, I felt like I had to put it out there, even though everybody would, even though everybody, even though everything inside of me was telling me not to. So that was actually the last episode that I wanted to mention. And now I just have a couple brief, brief things before I end it. But just to kind of stay up to date here, because we are kind of doing like a timeline 
Episode 65 was kind of recent. I mean, we're on 73. And I did take a break from podcasting. I think I took a week off. And I would just post here and there, but I feel like I never got my schedule down yet just because of the holiday time. And I just needed a break from the creative stuff, coming up with challenges and all that. So that pretty much brings us up to current time. And... I did do an episode 69 on getting back on the wagon and just to kind of circle back really quickly when I was like, hey, when I was doing the career test, I was like, hey, guys, if anyone's out there podcasting to relate it to your real life, like it's okay to relate it to your real life. I was like, how am I going to get back on the bandwagon of working out, of podcasting, of doing challenges And I was like, wait a minute, this can be an episode. And that's kind of, you know, what I mean by bringing your real life into your content. And I'm glad I did that because I was like, what's my episode going to be about? I have no idea. How am I going to get back on the bandwagon? And I was like, wait a minute, this is an episode. I can talk to people about how I'm human and how I fell off the bandwagon with everything and how I'm going to get back on. And then after that episode, I had Christina on the podcast, which was kind of nice to have her on because I had her on, I think, in the beginning of the year or maybe like in the middle of the year. So it was nice to have her on recently in December, closing out the year because we kind of talked about her marathon, how that went. We talked about bringing in the new year, what we learned in this past year, 2020, COVID in general, working during COVID. So it was really nice to have her on. And that's pretty much it. I think that's where we are today. (laughs) We are up to present time. Had to take a deep breath. (laughs) And I... Just want to be honest with you guys before I close this episode. It's an hour long. Holy moly. I can't believe I talked for almost an hour. (laughs) But I do feel like I lost some creative passion when it came to recording these past few weeks. And compared to earlier episodes and the beginning of season two. But I feel like this is what I needed. I needed to do this little timeline and just see where I started, the beginning, the middle, and it's not the end, but it's the end of the year. But I think just listening back to some of the episodes, it just, it made me really proud of myself, as silly as that sounds. And I did feel, I was really excited to record this episode, but I feel like I I got some passion back for the podcast and I was super excited to record this episode. I wanted to record it earlier in the day, but one thing led to another, led to another. And it just, it made me excited to, for the for the future as well of the podcast, whatever it holds. So whoever is out there listening, whatever your passion is, keep going with it. Don't stop. It's okay to take breaks here and there. 
But don't give up. Don't stop, like I said. Just keep going. And I don't really know what 2021 is going to hold. I... <laughs> I don't know what other challenges I'm going to be doing, but I'm just going to take it one day at a time. That's that's all you can do. So happy new year, quarantine chronicle fams, quarantine chronicles fam, <laughs> QC fam, happy new year. I will see you in 2021, which is bonkers, absolutely wild. I do have one more episode coming out, which will be posted tomorrow or uploaded tomorrow, Wednesday, December 30th. That is just a little fun episode of little clips here and there throughout the year that I think are funny or meaningful And I think it'll just make you guys laugh. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Whoever is out there, whoever who might have stumbled upon this podcast, I just want to say thank you for listening. And I really appreciate it. And Melissa, if you're listening to this in the future, keep going, girl. Keep going. Don't stop. (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Take one day at a time and just enjoy New Year's Eve. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. I love you guys. Thank you again for listening so, so much. So, so much. I mean, I just feel like we grew together. And I just, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you a million times for listening. And I can't believe this is going to be like the last time I'm recording in 2020. I feel like I should have did like another episode. I don't know. Maybe in the new year I can. Now I'm thinking like, should I have done looking back at 2020, like not the podcast, but like of my life, but like I just feel like that was my life is what I just said. Does any of this make sense? Okay, I think I'm going to go. But thank you guys again for listening. I can't believe this is an hour. I feel so bad for anybody who has to listen to this. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. Happy New Year. I love you guys. (laughs) I will see you in, well, you'll hear me in tomorrow's episode. But other than that, I'm going to see you guys in 2021. Holy cow. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Happy New Year.